This week in Iron Man. Wait, what is this? What? This is. My name is Mike. <laughs> and I'm Leah. Hi, Leah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So, eagle eared listeners may have already <laughs> surmised that this is not Baby Quest, or at least it's not a normal episode of Baby Quest. It's not the normal intro to Baby Quest. It's not a. This is not a traditional Baby Quest episode. Although, it is appearing in the Baby Quest podcast feed. So, what is this? You may be wondering. This is a podcast, I guess, about the movie Iron Man. I mean, this specific episode. So this is this is a bonus episode of Baby Quest right now. Is this going to be its own thing someday? Maybe. Is it just going to be more Baby Quest bonus episodes similar to this? Maybe. Don't know. Un- unclear. <laughs> Maybe this is just a one-off fun holiday thing that we're doing because we didn't really have a lot of baby stuff to talk about this week. Because today is January 1st, 2021. Happy New Year, everyone. And we didn't know what to talk about. No, 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 no. We had lots to talk about. No, we didn't. (laughs) Don't lie to the listeners. So what this is, is the first episode in uh, an (laughs) ever-expanding, never-ending series of chronicling the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Right. We watch, basically what happens in this series (laughs) is we watch a movie from the Marvel Cinematic Universe in order. We watch when they were released, right? That's our... Not timeline chronology. No. Okay. (laughs) No. In order of release. Right. And then we talk about it. Yeah. So uh, this is your chance. If you're only here for the sad baby stuff. Just skip it. Just you can take a pass on it. Yeah, you don't if, need to listen to us talk about this. It's my fine. feelings won't be hurt. No, we're doing something weird. This and one's fun. Different. This one's fun and a, a movie thing that we watched. Yeah, we'll be talking about sad baby stuff very soon. Probably next week. <laughs> within the next week, but this is a fun holiday romp, romperoo. <laughs> for the holidays, right? Yeah, because it's New Year's Day today. Mm-hmm. So what we did was today we watched the first ever film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this was released when? This is a film from the year 2008, if you can believe it. And boy, some of the outfits in this movie were very 2000s. The, some of the stuff in this movie was surprisingly dated. <laughs> but but bef- really quick, before we get to that. Right. There were Marvel characters in movies before this movie, like Spider-Man, and probably some others. Right, there's that whole Four? like Spider-Man thing. Blade with, with uh, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. That was a big one. So there had been lots of Marvel movies 
before this, but they were not made by Marvel. It was basically like Marvel licensing out the characters yeah, to movie studios. Yeah, because Sony made the Tobey Maguire... The Spider- Tony Minmeyer <laughs> Spider-Man, right? Yeah, the Togi Minmeyer Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, that one. So, yeah, and directed by Sam Raimi, Evil Dead, Forever, Love You Sam, if you're listening. Okay, so this was the first one but, that yeah, Marvel... Marvel's like, you guys keep screwing up our characters. <laughs> These movies suck the big time. Not the Spider-Man ones. And they probably didn't say any of that. They were probably just like, I have an idea how to make money. We're going to make our own movies. And they did. And this is the first one. And everyone was like, Iron Man, who's that? Yeah. Is what I was saying. So did you see this in like... theaters? Yeah. Or like when it came to DVD or whatever? Yeah. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I saw it like within a year or maybe like within the year or two that it came out. Okay. So I had never seen this. Well, before before you saw any of the Marvel movies, did you know what did you know about Iron Man? No, don't know nothing. So here's what I knew about. So Iron like Man. I knew I knew in terms of superheroes. Okay. Before I met you and started watching these movies, mm, sorry. Um, I knew I knew Spider Man. Yeah. I knew Batman. I know yeah. he's a different universe, but like I right. knew Batman and Robin. Yeah. And Superman. Superman, yeah. X Men, X Men, Wolverine. Like maybe by like Canadian legend name. Okay. But like, did I know anything about them? No. Sure. So I had a very limited superhero knowledge. Yeah, I'm also not a comics person at all. Right. Like, maybe had some. Sonic the Hedgehog comics when I was growing up. <laughs> had a bunch of the Simpsons comics. Those were wonderful. No, see, I only the only comics I read were like Archies. Archies, yeah. Classic. Archies are classic. And I was reading the Archies, like the old Archies that my sister had. Mm. So I was reading in like the late 90s, early 2000s. No, I guess like 90s. I guess by the 2000s, I wasn't really. Anyways, like 90s, reading like comics from like... 80s. The 80s, yeah. (laughs) So, you know. I mean, Archie's kind of stuck in time. He's always in the 50s, so... Yeah. Probably not really different. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm talking about with Archie. But here's what I knew about Iron Man before seeing this film and i guess probably the promotional material leading up to this film Mm -hmm. i knew he was a robot okay so that was wrong i mean he's not not completely wrong just slightly misinformed i thought iron man just was a robot oh like there was no man didn't know there was a guy in there right okay i mean i probably wouldn't have known either so yeah yeah yeah, i shouldn't be too judgy no thank you so Marvel's like, let's make some movies here. Right. Gonna, they're all gonna be in the same universe in fiction. Yeah, they're all like connected somehow. And then we're gonna make all of the Avengers, and they're all gonna assemble, and it's gonna be great. And people are gonna go bananas. Right. And it's gonna make us lots and lots of money. So this was the first one. I mean, it does seem like an odd choice of where to start. Yeah, to start with the one that I. <laughs> Sure, yes, lots of comic book people knew who Iron Man was. 
I don't think lots of the movie going public would have known who Iron Man was. No. Like I didn't. And I was a white male age 18 to 35. Yeah, who like and also a guy who was studying film at the time. Well, he'd never been in films. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> there were no Iron Man films. Oh, but the Iron Man movie was so the like Iron Man license, the idea of an Iron Man movie was in the works for a very long time and it got passed around like all through the 90s. Different people were working on it and it never got made. Nicolas Cage wanted to play Iron Man. No. Tom Cruise apparently came very close to playing Iron oh, Man. Oh, God. That would have been fun. I don't know. But as we all know, Robert Downey Jr. resurrecting his career from the grave, returning to us to play Tony Stark, the Iron Man. I mean, like, honestly, he is kind of, like, the character and the actor. He's perfect. Sort of similar, like, you know. I'm I'm not here to make assumptions about Robert Downey Jr.'s personal life. I know, but he kind of turned his life around, and, like, so did Tony Stark. So So did Tony Stark. You know. So the, the thing that stuck out to me watching this movie... It's like, wow, they really nailed Elon Musk before Elon Musk existed. They predicted Elon Musk, and then they said, basically the movie, this is a film that dares to ask, what if Elon Musk was good? Hmm. What if he decided to be good? Hmm. Maybe Elon Musk just needs to watch Iron Man and see. I feel like Elon Musk has watched the first 20 minutes of Iron Man (laughs) and was like, yes, yes. (laughs) I have seen enough. I get the gist, and they're like, no, there's more. You gotta finish this. No, yeah, you never finished. He, like, paused and walked away. Elon Musk is like, oh, I should be selling weapons to both sides. Gotcha. I know Elon Musk doesn't make weapons. Don't (laughs) stop tweeting at me. Don't tweet to me. I know that. He makes cars, and he makes PayPal, and that's it. Okay, so this movie starts off, and we are in... The, the desert the, in the Middle East. There are no there are no ethical billionaires in this movie. Sets out to prove that. And no, no, we're not in the Middle East. We're very specifically in Afghanistan, in the middle of Right. <laughs> the rem- remember the, when there was a war in Afghanistan way back in two thousand and eight? Awkward. Anyways, um, so that was a surprise start to the movie for me. <laughs> I was very confused why we were like in heavily armored vehicles driving through the desert mm. with American forces and Tony Stark in a suit mm-hmm. drinking a scotch mm-hmm. from like an open glass. I was like, I don't, what's happening here? I mean, it's like a good introduction to the character. You did have to tell me that this was before he became Iron Man. Yeah. Because I was not aware <laughs> of what. So that tells you the uh, depth of knowledge I had going into this movie. I didn't know that Tony Stark was not yet Iron Man at this point. Right, 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 right. Which also to- told me that I had, I have definitely never seen this movie before. I have seen other Iron Mans and a lot of the other Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Never seen this one. Not the one that started it all. <laughs> so spent the first mm, ten ish minutes just very confused. There's, I caught up though. I got there. It's really weird that it's set in. So much of it is based in Afghanistan when 
like later Marvel movies will go very far out of the way to like make up fake countries and stuff to mm. have conflicts in. Right. And this one is very much like it's today no. we're, we're we're in the middle you, we're of gonna, the war. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put you right where this is actually happening. Here you go. I also thought the whole kind of messaging about the movie doesn't ever really decide it feels like whether or not the war in Afghanistan is like good or bad. I feel like it it like in the beginning it's good. Like Tony Stark is like, yeah, we're there. It's good for Tony Stark. We're selling weapons. Yeah. We're gonna have the biggest stick and win this. Right. And then as the movie goes on, it kind of highlights how war is complicated and especially this war is complicated and it does yeah it does get into that war is complicated not you know it's not unlike and, and stuff and like this war specifically is very complicated and like you kind of see the characters like trying to deal with that idea yeah the even though tony stark is, turns out to his dismay is selling weapons to well i guess tony stark isn't it's like stark the stark industries. industries is selling their weapons to both to, sides like unnamed afghanistan militants it's, i guess yeah. but then and it's never like oh you know they're fighting for their own thing or they have a reason to no, yeah, you know, it's they're the bad guys. Yeah, and well, America I mean, is the good guys. But I mean, like, obviously, that's the way this is portrayed because it is a film in made in America by Americans in the early two thousands. Like, of course, <sighs> like, if it's it doesn't sit very well. No, no, like, of course, I like, think you know, looking back more than 10 years yeah th that part didn't age well no like there's part later on in the movie where he's got his suit and everything and he flies right back into afghanistan and just blows away all, like uh all like the afghani forces with his cool suit yeah and saves all the civilians and like blows up all the weapons and he's like i'm a hero now i, I blew up the weapons i made yeah. Yeah. That, so the whole that whole idea, the whole like war in Afghanistan idea, feels very strange to see in a Marvel movie to me. I mean, I think it feels very strange in any movie. Speaking of things that are strange to see, how about flip phones? <laughs> or the everybody's got them. Everybody's got a flip phone, and Tony Stark has the world's most advanced flip phone, though, where yes. it like flips. Sideways. to the side and it's got like a camera a little screen on it a little screen you can see the person's face oh my God. um but his buddy in the his his like army buddy Rhodes. yeah so he had like i'm pretty sure what was um not the razor flip phone but the like skinnier version uh what was it called Anyways, I had like a version. I had a version of that phone, oh. and you had it had like 
play a play button on the front so if you had tunes yeah if you had music on your phone which i don't know who had music on their flip phone you could fit like a song (laughs) probably so you could like play it front you could just like press play and it would play the song and so i he had the black and red one i had the silver one Mm. i'm just you know, it again, it's a very, like, you're like, oof, we are in 2008. Yeah, another interesting 2008 thing. Well, you were commenting on the, so there's a reporter that, we haven't really talked about the plot of the movie very much. That's okay. We need, we need like a 30 second recap okay, of the you whole do, movie. Okay, you do a 30 second recap of the movie. Tony Stark going to Afghanistan to sell his weapons, and then he gets captured by Afghani militants, and they're like, you got to build us some more of these weapons, even though they seem to be have no problem buying them. No, but they properly. want the big fancy one. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know if that part is ever really, because they do buy it later. They have it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so they capture Tony Stark. and Well, no, we know why later, we why, why he later. was... They capture Tony Stark. Yeah. Tony Stark's like, I gotta get out of here. Build, and he's he's gonna build. No, he's injured in the attack. Yes. And there's and shrapnel going into his heart. And there's a doctor that saves him by putting a magnet not near his chest, in his in, chest, like in his chest, and then hooks it up to a car battery. Yeah. And Tony Stark's like, I could do better, and he makes a better one. That like a miniature arc reactor out of like copper wire that he found in the cave or whatever. No, he like took apart bombs, bombs. and stuff. I know. And then so he makes his own thing, and then he's gonna make a cool suit to escape with the doctor guy. Yeah. And then he does that, and the doctor guy gets killed, and it's sad. But the doctor guy was like, "This was always the plan. This was how it was gonna go." Yeah, he kind of shows up and then dies and then is never thought of again. Tony Stark goes home. His life changed. We're not making weapons anymore. And his business partner guy, who also is his like second in command at the company. Well, and was like... Who I totally forgot was Jeff Bridges. Right. Jeff Bridges putting in an amazing performance in this movie. Totally bald. Big beard. Yeah, Jeff but Bridges. But this guy so had this like movie. helped... Keep the company going after Tony's dad died. Sure, yeah. And so he's like, he also kind of like seems to be projected as like a second father to Tony. A like, this is his father figure person. Yeah, okay. Tony's like, weapons are bad. We're not going to make weapons anymore. They were all using my weapons to shoot me and stuff. And I didn't like it when they shot me. And then, uh, Jeff Bridges is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ha, well, ha. Like, what a joke. What a jokester. Yeah. And then Tony goes off and makes a cool new suit. And a lot of the middle of the movie is just Tony trying to make a cool suit. Yeah. And there are some very funny parts where he's testing the suit. <laughs> and there's the fire extinguisher <laughs> robot that he's keeps blasting He's got some blasting great him. robots that I just really like. Yeah. I really like... That in this movie, he has robots and he just talks to them like they're people and they kind of respond to him like they are people. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me really he's got, happy. He's Tony Stark. He's got very advanced AI working for him. He's got the, yeah, he's got the uh, fire extinguisher uh. robot. He's got Jarvis. And then he has like the, the like 
robot who helped him build things. Mm. He's always like, ah, you're in my way. Yeah. A lot of funny robot interactions happen. Yeah. Enjoyed that part. That was great. He takes, he's got a cool suit now. He takes it out for a spin. Uh, there's a bit where he flies and he flies really high for some reason. Because, uh, like, why he's wouldn't like, you? Oh, I'm going to see how, fly, how high I can go. And then he gets all iced up and he's like, oh, shoot, I'm, I'm nuts. <laughs> but it's okay. He almost flies into a car, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, and then there's a really good gag at the end of that, though, when he's coming back to land on his roof. Mm hmm. And he's, like, hovering a foot above the roof, and then he, like, you know, touches down, but immediately falls straight through the roof, and then straight through the piano and through that <laughs> floor, and then, like, through the ceiling onto his car. <laughs> and then the fire extinguisher robot blasts him. Like, very delayed reaction. That was funny. <laughs> it was. Uh, Tony Stark, uh, he's, uh, he's also kind of maybe having feelings for Pepper Potts, his, his assistant, assistant, played right. by Gwyneth Paltrow, who is one of those people like, ooh, gotta try, separate the art from the artist here, not the biggest Gwyneth Paltrow fan anymore, with all the goop, and the, the fake medicine that's very harmful, and the, uh, the thing where she rips off people with fake medicine and yeah. steals from them. Not great. Not great. But she's a good actress, so it's complicated. People are complicated. We're allowed to have complicated feelings about them. It's fine. Um, I don't know. She's kind of a stinkeroo for me now at this point. She's kind of blown it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a great episode of another podcast with a husband and wife called Sawbones, uh, and they they really break down her whole fake medicine empire, which is called Goop, G-O-O-P, if you're not aware, if you're not familiar. Yeah, check uh, it out. Yeah, she has this huge... Don't check out her, her website no. and, and all the fake medicine stuff. <laughs> no, check out Sawbones. Check out Sawbones, yeah, and that good episode. I mean, they have lots of good episodes, but... Every episode of Sawbones is a good episode, but that is one in particular that is relevant to our conversation True. currently. They're falling in love. Right. They've got some feelings. Your boss, boss falling in love with his employee. It's a, it's a bit of a movie trope, but that's okay. Uh, and then speaking of movie tropes, uh, it turns out the second in command guy mm -hmm. at Stark Industries right. was actually hiring the Afghani militants... <gasps> To assassinate Tony Stark. What? Which obviously went wrong because Tony Stark's too smart. He is playing both sides. This is where so <laughs> we find out that they are selling weapons to both the Americans and the Afghani militant forces. Yes. And yeah, and the, this 30 second recap's going on a little bit long, but we're almost there. This is also the first time that we will see in many Marvel movies where someone gets a power or suit mm -hmm. in their origin story and is kind of learning how to use it and stuff. Right. And the bad guy gets the same thing, but <sighs> slightly better. <laughs> right. So he's made a bigger iron suit. Mm -hmm. And then they punch each other a bunch. And then with the help of Pepper Potts, Tony Stark blows up the blows him up. Yeah. And well, then, she, like, blows up the reactor thing. Yeah, and then there's a press conference, and and Tony Stark is like, surprise, it was me, I'm Iron Man. And yep. then it ends, credits roll, post-credits. Samuel L. Jackson shows up. Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> shows up. 
<laughs> Mr. Nick Fury. Right? Eye patch of, guy. Head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Eye patch guy. Looking great. He says, we want to talk to you about the <laughs> Avengers initiative. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. And that's Iron Man. And then we hear an instrumental version of the the song Iron Man. <laughs> and there's like cool credits. It was good. So you also said the hairstyles were a little too 2000s for you? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the, the reporter at the beginning, uh, she's like a reporter for Vanity Fair or something and like comes to talk to Sto- Tony about... Stony Turk. <laughs> about, she has questions for him. And yeah, she's just got... A hairstyle that we do not see anymore. Hmm. There's like, it's not necessarily bad. There's just a lot of like ends that are flipped out, Mm -hmm. like up, you know? And then we've got Gwyneth Paltrow trying to be a redhead. Yeah, with bangs. With bangs and like, uh, not a great look. A lot of the ladies in uh, pencil skirts and stiletto heels which just does not seem practical when you are a reporter or an assistant. I mean, you do a lot of walking around in both of those gigs. Like, come on. I don't know if that's an Iron Man problem or a society problem. No, I think it's like a 2008 thing. Like, oh, like we're going to put our assistants in stiletto heels. No, that's not a great choice. You also had a problem with uh, the reporter from Vanity Fair magazine, real magazine, yes. wakes up in Tony Stark's bed. Yes. Uh, is all alone, obviously. Right. And uh, is kind of wandering around Tony Stark's house. She's got like a button up shirt on and no pants. Like one of his shirts, I think we are supposed to believe. Possibly. Because it's like a button up collared shirt. So like, oh, did she find this shirt like on the floor and put it on? I mean, probably, but then like wanders around this, his house who like, I mean, come on. She doesn't know who Tony is really. And you're wandering around his house half naked. It just doesn't seem super believable to me. I didn't really have a problem with it. I didn't think it was that weird, but you, you felt very strongly about it and had to comment during the the film. Well, yeah. And then Pepper Potts shows up and is like, here's your dry cleaning. I wash it for you. And the reporter lady is like, oh, you need to do everything. Tony there gas for you. <laughs> and then she says like, yeah, including take out the trash. Also, yeah, she, the she trash. says like, I do whatever Mr. Stark needs me to do, including taking out the trash. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that's a good line. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. So how did this movie... So... Clementine, as of this recording, is still inside of your belly. Yes. And she thought it was very good. She was kicking. She was a a lot of action. Now, that might have been the Pepsi I was drinking. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Or it might have been the excitement of a Marvel feature film. Maybe. Maybe the explosions were causing her to jump a little. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about this movie. It's kind of complicated. It is a little complicated. I, I, I liked it. I liked the movie. It it feels weirdly dated. Like I have not watched this movie in, I don't know, probably since the first time I saw it. I don't know if I've seen it a second time. Okay. And it mostly all of the war in Afghanistan stuff. Right. Even though still still war in Afghanistan. <laughs> That just that being in the movie 
and in one of these Marvel movies made it feel very, I don't, it somehow made it feel dated to me because like, I know that that would not happen in a Disney owned Marvel (laughs) film. That would not be a subject and a location that they would be going to. Right. Or like just a subject that they would be tackling in a, a comic book superhero movie. Yeah. And the way that they tackle it in this movie is I don't know if it's, like, the most elegant or thoughtful or really has much of anything to say at all about it. No, definitely not. Um, Yeah, so that part, like, feels uh, awkward to me. So I want to say main characters in the film, Tony Stark, Pepper Potts, bad guy, Tony Stark's friend. So I don't love Tony Stark in the beginning. Oh, no, you're supposed to think he's terrible. But he, he does, like, kind of come around and, like, you kind of sort of like him at the end. Yeah, well, he's he's he is unlike he's intentionally unlikable at the start, yeah. right? Pepper- he's just, he's just a big jerk to everybody and like terrible womanizer and yeah, like bad to his friends and coworkers. Like he's supposed to be accepting this award and getting the speech, but he's actually gambling and right. You know, this is all this like at the very beginning of the film, but. But, like, yeah, you, you come around and you like him at the end. It's Yeah, he's better at the end. Pepper Potts, don't know if I like her. She just seems like that a lo- not a lot of depth was put into her character. No, she's just kind of there. In the beginning? Now, she like, has, maybe she that... She has a couple ch- little sassy jokes, but... Yeah, maybe that changes as the universe progresses, We'll have to see. I think she becomes a little more involved. Bad guy that gets killed. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges was his character's name. <laughs> right, no. What's his name? His character's name? Yeah. Uh, he's like... It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. I got it. We've got the information here. Obadiah Stain, a.k.a. Ironmonger, which Ironmonger is not mentioned in the film. This is, like, from comics lore, I suppose. Yeah, he was... Yeah, you don't like him. He's not great. Oh, but he's so good in the movie. He's, like, one of my favorite parts of this movie. Like, him and, like, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark, the robots, and Jeff Bridges are, like, the best parts of this movie. Okay, why did you like him? Like, what about his character? I just think he's an entertaining guy on the screen to watch. Okay. Like, I don't think he's nice and I want to be his friend, Mm. he's you know trying he's murdering people and stuff but uh i i you know i thought it was one of the good parts of the movie right i think the fourth main character or fifth how many did i mention a few minutes Mm. ago is the audi r8 tony stark's car (laughs) right when you said that this was a beautiful car a brand new car this is such a cool car i love it It's it's a sports car I, I'm the amount that they show this car driving around. I have not done research into this, but I'm convinced that this is like the car's big like coming out party, like <laughs> cross promotion. Like Audi was like, look at this car. Some people say Audi, I say Audi though. Okay. Um, oh, and then there was uh, Tony Stark's friend. What's his name? Rhodes, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, Colonel Rhodes. Who he's. This is a spoiler for you. He's recast. He's Don Cheadle in all the later movies. He's recast. I like this dude. I don't know. What's his name? Howard? Terrence Howard? Terrence Howard. I don't know what he's else he's in, but 
I, he was good. I like him. Terrence Howard, he's in a lot of things. He's in... He's in... Oh, what would you know? I, I saw I saw August Rush. Okay. He's someone in The Prince... He's James in The Princess and the Frog. I don't know who James is. Because I liked him. He's good. Okay, um, he's... Yeah, he's, that's he's, sad that he gets recast. But I mean, so I don't know the story there. Maybe we'll have to research this for a future episode. But like, he was recast by Don Cheadle, who is like one of the best living actors. You, you 100% do know who Don Cheadle is. <sighs> like maybe. This is a constant thing with Mike and I is that he says somebody's name and like, a, oh, yes, him. Okay, thank you. Uh, he will say an actor's name, and I'll be like, I have no idea that who that is. And then he shows me a picture, and I'm like, oh, that person. It's yeah. All the time thing. See, I don't know why he gets recast. Terrence, but I, but I like Terrence that guy. Ha- yeah. Terrence Howard was good and fine in this. Yeah. Hmm. He, like, looked like an army dude. He's, like, sure. got the look. Yeah, okay. The colonel. Yeah. He doesn't have a big role to play in this, really. Hmm. He answers the phone a few times, and... Kind of gets mad at Tony. And but, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. Tony Stark rides in the the fun V. <laughs> and he has to go ride in the humdrum V. That <laughs> was a good laugh. I like that part. It was okay. It was pretty good. And then when they find Tony, the first words out of his mouth was, how was the fun V? Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> it was good. Also, one of the other bad guys... I w- other bag- oh yeah the, I, he the was other, like one the, of the, the leader, leader of the afghani militant yeah guys. i was like who is this guy i know him i recognize him and like mike looked him up and he was like i don't know like he's been in a lot of stuff but like nothing i think you would have seen he, he's been on every tv show and then i looked and this is if this is the bald guy if you're f- familiar enough with the movie to right. know who we're talking about and then I looked, and he was on a very big episode of Grey's Anatomy. Mm. So if you are a Grey's Anatomy fan, mm-hmm. uh, you will remember Isaac, who had the brain, who had the tumor in his spine that Derek Shepard removed. Mm. And I was very proud of myself that I recognized him and was like, "Yes, I know that actor." Good job. Yep. So you know, a little piece of fun trivia for you something that i thought was interesting with him in the film is that uh tony stark blows him up and makes a cave fall on his head he survives he's fine yeah well i mean he's got a little bit of like a head last but that's the thing. he's got like this huge head wound that is like covering the entire half of his head yeah and it looks like very <laughs> so, raw and fresh and wet and he's standing when we a, first he's standing see him in yeah. the desert in like like a sandstorm <laughs> yes when we first see him after like, you gotta cover that up <laughs> after the like explosion yeah he's out in the middle of the desert every other person he is with is wearing <laughs> a scarf over their head because yeah. they're out in the middle of the desert and it is a sandstorm right he is not and he's got what looks like an open head wound that covers a full half, half of his head. head. And then we see him later in the movie. And I think it's actually supposed to be scarring. Like, I don't think it's actually supposed to be a wound the way, like, he references it. 
I mean, if we're going by timeline, it should still be pretty fresh when he's out in the desert. Yes, I agree. But then, like, when he talks about it next, it's, like, seems to be, like, this is supposed to be a scar, not, like, a wound still. So, like, I don't know. But it is very, it was a weird choice. Well... I don't know. Maybe we wouldn't have recognized him. We, we being the audience, wouldn't have recognized him if he was all covered up, <laughs> had his whole face covered up, and we couldn't see that he had a cave collapse wound. I mean, maybe, but then you do something. I mean, I'm sure that is it, but it's also Probably. so weird to see a guy that's like got like looks to be like a very painful and sensitive entire half of your head. Yeah. Getting sand blown in there. Like, I don't know how you're going to get that sand out. Well, you're not. You're just not. I don't care how much polysporin you've got. (laughs) It's not going to help. You're going to put on the poly, (laughs) but it's not going to be enough. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So that was... That was interesting. That was interesting. That was interesting. So how would we... How would you rate this movie? What's our rating system? I don't know. Are we just doing like a simple like five stars? I would almost want to do a thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. So we're going to go real basic. Yeah, I don't like... Because I mean, is it a five point scale or like are we doing half stars and it's then it's just a ten point scale? Like, And then what's the difference between a six and a seven? Is, is five average and four is bad or is... Is five like the worst score we could possibly give? Like, I have a lot of problems with these types of rating systems. Okay, so clearly Mike has a lot of feelings about ratings that I wasn't aware of. I'm um, used to. So there's this terrible thing. I think it, the so the video game industry is moving away from this. But when you see ratings for video games, if a game gets a five out of ten. That is the worst video game that's ever been made in the history. What? Of Nobody the gets like a one. No, just like five is like, I hated this garbage. But that's middle. Right, I know. Five, like, but that's the thing. If, like, everybody's scale in their mind is going to be so skewed and weird and different. Oh, that's weird. Do you want to give it a a rating out of five? How many pepper pots out of five? (laughs) I would say three. Three out of five. That's fair. Like, is it my favorite Marvel movie I've seen? No. No. Was it, like, an okay movie that gave me a few chuckles? Yeah. Yeah, I think the movie is good. I think I liked it a little less than I remembered, to be honest. I mean, And it might just fair. be because I'm so woke now. <laughs> so woke. But, yeah, I give it a thumbs up out of five. Okay. Not not the best or anything. Not Not great, but... I mean, I think if you've seen other Marvel movies and you have a basic understanding of the universe what a superhero movie is it's not necessary if you want to see the one superhero movie that started started what, it all what we're gonna see a number of times more going forward this is one yeah so yeah it's pretty, it was it's interesting good. to like find out iron man's backstory oh it's origin story yeah because mm. i didn't really know that no now you know now you know he made it in a cave. Yeah. And that thing in his chest is to keep the shrapnel away from his heart, but it goes so deep in his chest. Yeah, like... And what so, is it plugging into? Right? And so, like, that's the thing. 
I, I mean, I know, you know, Tony Stark is like, I mean. Not a doctor. Not a doctor, but like an average size man, right? But you look at that and like that thing is in really deep. Now, like your chest cavity is not that deep. Your heart is not that far in there. Like it's pretty close to the surface, to yeah, be like, honest. If it, his heart would have to be like pushed off to the side. And like next to his spinal cord. Like that's how deep we're going. Like, no, that's not. And every time they they show it, it's, it is plugging into something. Yeah, in there. and like, like there's a whole part people where Pepper like Potts reaches, reaches in. in. She, she gets, puts her whole, like, it goes, it goes up to her, like, wrist. She almost loses her watch inside of yeah, Tony Stark, like, it looks like. this is not, I don't know what kind of chest cavity he's got going on, but, like, something's wrong with the anatomy in there. Yeah, so, having just immediately, having watched this movie just now, I'm still not really clear, so. What it plugs into. I understand the idea that there's shrapnel in his body that they explain that it would be making its way towards his heart, which would kill him. Now, why couldn't they just take it all out? See, that is an unanswered question. Because the doctor got some of it out. It is tough to do surgery in a cave. I know, but then he came back to the U.S., which, like, arguably a lot easier to do. you think that they could remove some of the shrapnel? Yeah. I mean, if you can if you can install a magnet but, I mean, that will he... hold it back, you'd think that you could have a magnet that would pull it out. I... Tony Stark, I know the healthcare system in America is a little... But if anyone can afford it... It's Tony Stark. This level of medical care that would be required. So there's that. There's the shrapnel going towards his heart. But then anytime he... What, so what Changes I what I actually the... didn't understand is anytime he's got it out of him, which happens a couple times in the movie, his like heart stops. <laughs> he's like immediately dying. Yeah, which and is that's like not from a... the shrapnel poking his heart. No, that's just like it's like it's a pacemaker, and then it's like a, they removed his heart. But that's that weird. that's never what they say happens. No, but that's how it's like sort of portrayed, right? Right, it's weird. I mean, in later, later in the, in this, in the universe, is it, they well, fix is it, it explained better? I don't know if it's explained. Well, maybe it's explained better. Well, we'll have to find we'll, out if it's explained we'll let, better. You know, we're gonna watch and find it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. So I, I don't understand that. We're, we'll have to find out. You're right. For the record, I've seen, as far as I know, I've seen all of the currently released Marvel movies except for. The newest Spider-Man, which I don't know why I haven't seen that. And mm-hmm. I, I just have no excuse. And the second film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is the supposedly really bad Incredible Hulk movie. That was before What's-His-Face got cast, Mark right? Ruffalo. Yeah. So, like, I don't even know what the point of a Mark ruffalo list Hulk movie is. He's so good. But I think we'll have As to find Hulk. out, I guess. If we want to do another one of these, yeah. I guess that's what it'll be. Okay. Not looking forward to that one as much. And then the third one is the Iron Man 2, which is n- which is also not the best one from what I remember. Did I see that one? I might have. I have no idea. Who knows? It's pretty old also. The other problem is I don't remember movies, if I've seen them or not. I know. They're all new to you. Yeah. It's going to be the first time for all of them. I mean, <laughs> once we get into them, like Guardians of the Galaxy. I know I've seen that one. You know Guardians of the Galaxy by heart. 
<laughs> front to back. I really like that movie, okay? It's great. Rocket and Groot. They oh. speak to me on a on a different level. Maybe we'll get to talk about Chris Pratt and his problematic <laughs> political beliefs and stuff. Oh boy. Um yeah, so next, if there is a next one to this. I think it's going to be The Bad Hulk. We're going to try to figure out how to watch The Bad Hulk cuz it's not on Disney Plus. I, don't I think know it's why. probably like it's too think, bad for Disney Plus. I think you could find it on like iTunes. Yeah, you could probably rent it. There we go. That's gonna cost like five bucks. Yeah, it's fine. Do you know how much money we saved not going to the movies this year? <laughs> I guess so. We can afford to rent a five dollar movie. All right. <laughs> so let us know if you liked this. If this is anything. If you want us to keep doing this. If we keep doing it, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's not going to be, I don't think this would ever be an every week thing unless people want to pay us to do it. <laughs> but this could be an occasional thing that we could just drop in the baby quest feed or if people actually like it. We can like make would, a new. It could spin a spin off to be its own yeah, thing. Yeah, we'll do a spin off. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to handle it. For now, enjoy this holiday special. But like, if you like it, comment uh on instagram or send us an email or yeah i mean you know where at baby quest pod on yeah. insta uh and let us know if you like this also if, if you want us to keep doing this as like a, a more regular podcast separate podcast hmm. and you have name ideas let us know oh hope yeah i don't know hopefully we'll have a name for it by the time this comes out but that's pretty soon so i don't know we might not. It, we might, might just label podcast. this as like Baby Quest special episode. Not, just called not Baby Quest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we should have saved the post credits Nick Fury thing till the very end of our podcast after our credits. Uh, as a post credits. Like our own post credits. Uh, that would have been funny. See, folks, there's so many good ideas. This podcast will Look. be so good someday when it's a podcast. <laughs> Not now, not this. No, not this one. No, this, this is, is just this is just the first one. But this is just nothing. This is the pilot. This is our backdoor pilot for yeah. Mike mm, and Leah. Don't present. say backdoor. That sounds awful. What? It sounds like weirdly sexual. What? Backdoor pilot? Yeah. Like anal sex. <laughs> is that what you mean? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can get this part out. No, this is it. This is our post-credits Nick Fury sequence. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, guys. This is fun. Great. So thanks for listening to our Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mike and Leah at the movies. <laughs> Mike and Leah home for the holidays. Mike and Leah. I kind of wanted to call it I'm Always Angry. <laughs> What? Why? Because that's what the Hulk says before he punches the big alien thing in the Avengers. Mm, no, I think it should be Mike and Leah. Oh, no. Probably nothing I'm trying with our to... names in it. Oh, true. I'm trying to get, like, work something in for, like... Avengers assembled, the assemblers. Now it just sounds like we're putting together Ikea furniture and doing a podcast. The assemblers <laughs> avenged. <laughs> or, like... I was trying to work something in, like, staying home during lockdown. Yeah. And it just wasn't. 
happening. And then I was like, oh, like, tie in, like, you know, nesting, like, because we're nesting before the baby comes. They're just, they're not quite clicking. But these are the ideas that I've got. All bad. And also, baby is going to be here long before... You don't know. This podcast series is How done. How many movies we got? Like a million. Not a million. If we did one of these a month, we would never catch up because there's more than one Marvel movie released per month, I think. There's so many. Well, we watch more than one movie a month. Yeah, but they keep releasing them at a rate faster than one per month. They're not releasing new ones. New ones come out. A new Marvel movie comes out every two to three weeks. <laughs> That's not true. Black Widow 1 comes this week. The Eternals is two weeks from now. Black Widow 2 is next month. true. Are you excited for Black Widow movie coming in May 2021? It's going to be interesting because they haven't made one about a character who died on screen yet. So that'll be something. What? Black Widow? Yeah. Yeah. She dies? She already did. The Avengers. Maybe people want to watch the movies and listen to this podcast as they go along, so we should stop spoiling <laughs> things. Right. Again, that's assuming that this is not a standalone episode. <laughs> Maybe they'll like it so much and be like, oh, now I'm interested in, in movies again. Thank you. I want to watch them. Please make more. Here's money. Here's all, Here's take some money. Maybe. All right. Thanks for watching the movie with us. This was fun. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Next week will be Baby Quest, though, for real. Yes. Okay, I love you. Bye. Mwah.